Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers, and chumps for Trump. This, uh, this just about sums it up. Just how weird and wacky 2020 has been. They're playing the Masters down in Augusta in November. And I just watched uh, Tiger Woods on the monitor wiping sweat off his brow. <laughs> I mean, you know... What next? Uh, flaming hailstones? Uh, an invasion of locusts? <laughs> there, there's, there's no telling uh, what's on the way. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway. The penultimate workday of the week edition, the Thursday version of the Bobby Mack Show, with yours truly, the attack dog of the right, the president, not to mention Dean of Insensitivity University, where our speciality is non-politically correct studies. Great to have you along, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. All you need to do to be a part of the conversation today is call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address bob at 1063word.com if you are wondering what is going on down at the augusta national golf club uh, if you are taping or recording uh, the session that started at one o'clock this afternoon and by the way they're running way way behind because they played for i don't know 25 30 minutes this morning at uh, what 7:30 i guess was the first tea time and then had to stop almost immediately for some pretty heavy rain showers uh, but they have resumed and the people in the afternoon wave at augusta are not going to go off and well uh, i guess now uh, the last players of the day have teed off but certainly they're not going to get able to finish since there's only what two two and a half hours of daylight left here in november Uh, If you are uh, wondering what the leaderboard looks like, but if you're recording it and don't want to know, just go away for about 30 seconds while I I give you a brief leaderboard, okay? Some surprising names uh, at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, The leader right now still on the course is Paul Casey, veteran player. 
He is at seven under par. Webb Simpson, uh, from right up the road in uh, Charlotte, is in second place at five under. And the defending Masters champion, Tiger Woods, is at four under par. Okay? And uh, I don't want to go too deep in, into the weeds there, but uh, that's, that's, that's the top of the, uh, of the leaderboard. Uh, to the phones we go right away here on the show because Tammy has uh, already leaped in here and is ready to go as the leadoff batter. Hi, Tammy, and welcome to the program. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. First time, first time caller, I enjoy your show. Thank you, uh, and as a first time caller, we welcome you with a little bit of cowbell from uh, Miss Moneypenny back in the studios. There you go, thank welcome, you. Tammy. Good to have you here. Thank you. I just wanted to give a shout out to Newsmax. It's a new or, news organization that uh, has is the only news organization that has not projected Joe Biden, the president of the United States. Well, they're they're one they of two. Are, yeah, they're one of two. Yes, they they're waiting on the actual election to be over. So I just wanted to give them a special shout out, and I commend them for being a leader instead of a follower. Yeah, amen. Thank you, Tammy. Uh, we've talked a bit about Newsmax, and they are they are gaining uh, they are gaining, I should say, some uh, pretty substantial ground pretty quickly uh, with the uh, revelation, the dropping of the mask uh, that Fox News. Uh, little did we they know are. this. Yeah, little did we know this whole time uh, that uh, apparently uh, their news anchors uh, share the uh, beliefs and philosophy of CNN and BSNBC. That's right, and I'm I'm very disappointed in Fox. I was a yeah. big Fox fan up till now. I'm, uh, there are some personalities I still enjoy on the show, sure. but I, I'm very disappointed in Fox. And and Newsmax is really going to look good with President Trump prevails, uh, the rest of them's going to be cleaning up egg on their face, I think. But thank you for taking my call. Have a good my, day. My pleasure. Thank you, Tammy. I appreciate uh, the call. The uh, I mentioned there are two uh, cable news networks that refuse to go along with the president-elect Biden stuff because the Electoral College has not voted. The state legislatures, in many instances, virtually all, I guess, have yet to confirm their final vote tallies. So until they do, until the states do that, until the electoral college votes, uh, then uh, there is no president-elect. There is still Democrat candidate Joe Biden. But of course, you know, we, we recognize what they're up to with the messaging. Now, I mentioned uh, Newsmax is one of two. One America News Network, OANN, is the other that takes a... I don't even want to call it conservative approach, a balanced, factual approach uh, to, to news. Uh, they are they're doing very well. Also, Newsmax, uh, their ratings are, are starting to climb uh, pretty dramatically to the point where they already uh, have higher ratings than the Fox Business News Network and uh, higher ratings than uh, CNBC and uh, MSNBC's business news. So uh, they're, they're, they're coming along. 
Uh, Bobby, in on the text line, I saw a tweet from Newt Gingrich today reminding us that Chris Wallace asked Joe Biden during the debate if he would be willing to wait until the election results were certified before proclaiming himself the president-elect, at which point he said yes, and he's already broken that promise. Well, and you can't really blame Biden for this. I don't think he started referring to himself as president-elect until Fox and all the other alphabet networks and the WAPO and the New York Times all went ahead and crowned Biden as the president-elect. And when they did that, uh, since he had the imprimatur from the uh, lamestream media, from the propagandists posing as journalists, he said, well, you know, they're saying it. We'll say it, too. Uh, Bobby Fox News should be spelled F-A-U-X News. Yeah, I've referred to them that way uh, several times already. Uh, Bobby, the Electoral College was established in part to blunt the impact of larger state populations overwhelming smaller states. Well, what we have at the state level now is a few large metropolitan areas through hook or by crook controlling both the state votes and the National Electoral College. Shouldn't there be an Electoral College set up at the state level? Uh, I don't think the founders, that they were brilliant in what they did, but I don't think they foresaw the uh, centralization of uh, so many members of, of one party with one philosophy taking over uh, the way they have. Uh, Bobby Fox is dead to me, I hope. Tucker, Hannity, Mark Levin, and the other conservatives see the light and jump ship to Newsmax or OAN. Uh, bum. Uh, Bobby, let Joe go in for the intelligence briefings. He won't remember them anyway. And uh, where was the other one? Uh, Bobby, uh, Biden needs uh, to be given intelligence briefings. He needs all the intelligence he can get. <laughs> yeah. And then some. Uh, we're already getting a preview. I mean, we've known that if Biden ends up winning this thing, where we're headed, uh, renewed battle against climate change, a.k.a. global warming, uh, Green New Deal, and all the rest of that. Uh, now, uh, Biden's science advisor, and I put science advisedly in quotes, uh, he has some suggestions for how we should battle the uh, deadly Wuhan flu. I'll share those with you when we come right back. Bobby Mack Show here on Thursday, 16 after 3, here on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, one more note on uh, the ongoing first round of the Masters down in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, if you're uh, going to watch the uh, replay later, be sure and check out Bryson DeChambeau's round. There was a lot of talk about how many greens he might be able to drive and one thing. Uh, he turned uh, the, his first round into an adventure today. That's, uh, that's all I will say. Now then, uh, meet the esteemed Dr. Michael Osterholm. Uh, director of the Center of Infectious Diseases Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota. He is the latest scientist to join Biden's special coronavirus transition advisory team. We have to do something, Osterholm argues, or echoing the exact same words of Dr. Fraudchi, uh, continuing with the fear-mongering for America, where the U.S. headed uh, for uh, a dark winter, as Biden said, days before a vaccine becomes available. Uh, the case-demic does look terrifying. So what is his suggestion? Well, as you might imagine, a nationwide lockdown would drive the number of new cases and hospitalizations down to manageable levels while the world awaits a vaccine, Osterholm told Yahoo Finance yesterday. We could uh, pay for a package right now to cover all the wages, lost wages for individual workers for losses to small companies, to medium-sized companies, or city, state, county governments We could do all of that. If we did that, then we could lock down for four to six weeks. Well, that's a great suggestion. And how many more people become drug addicted? How many more people uh, commit suicide from depression during a dark winter where they're locked down for four to six weeks? How many more people suddenly discover they are alcoholics? But, you know, these are are just... uh, anecdotal problems, right, in defeating this disease that has a mortality rate of something like 2%. So a massive bailout for state and local governments. Oh, and we the people, while we all suffer lockdown like dementia-ridden presidential candidates in the basement through Thanksgiving and Christmas with depression and suicide rates soaring again. As a reminder, we note This is the same scientist, in quotes, who co-wrote an op-ed with Minneapolis Federal Reserve President Neil Kashkari, in which the two argued for more restrictive and uniform lockdowns across the nation. Quote, the problem with the March to May lockdown was that it was not uniformly stringent across the country. For example, Minnesota... Uh, deemed 78% of its workers essential, they wrote in the New York Times. To be effective, the lockdown has to be as comprehensive and strict as possible. 
So what are they going to do? Have the COVID police out there? I mean, we've seen that in places like Australia over the mask wearing. God, these autocrats. 325 here on the Bobby Mac Show. We go to the phones. Let's uh, begin in Powdersville this time with Doug. Hello, Doug, and welcome to the Bobby Mac Show. Thank you, Bobby. I wanted to ask you about something concerning Fox News. That first lady, I, I, I don't think, covered everything that I wanted to hear. Yeah. I, I think maybe in a way it's a, a little hypocritical. Everybody I hear on WORD, I think, tries to tell us the truth and let us know what's going on about uh, the voter fraud taking place in this country, mm-hmm. yet the radio station still uses Fox News for their national news, and we get these reporters on Fox News talking about all the unsubstantiated voter fraud, and we get the same line that we hear on television on Fox News. Well, let, let, me, let me explain how this works, Doug, because... Uh, Similar to Fox Cable News, uh, the Fox News Department, separate from their talk show hosts, the Fox News Department doesn't tell Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Laura Ingram or any Mark Levin, any of them, they don't tell them what to say on their opinion programs. And conversely, right. the talk show hosts don't tell the news department uh, what they should do. And it is a similar situation here. Well, that's. I mean, do I do I agree with it? No, I I I don't agree with it. But but I don't run the news department. That's the answer. That's the answer to my question. And I I know everybody everybody's between a rock and a hard place now. I understand that. And and look, I I totally understand people's frustration uh, when they hear that. I I get it. Uh, It's just that we're talking (laughs) about two different animals here. Yes, sir. I understand. I appreciate your time and everything that you're trying to do. My pleasure. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate your being there, sir. In fact, we got uh, back-to-back Dougs. We got double Doug uh, because the next Doug is uh, right here in my stomping grounds of Taylor's. Hi, Doug. Welcome to the show. Hey. How you doing? So far, so Two questions. Yes, sir. Awesome. There you go. Two questions. On this Dominion voting system, right? I know like in South Carolina, you know, you have the paper ballot that goes in and you can look at it and verify it, Right. you know, so I don't know. Does the Dominion system, does it have a hard copy that prints out that you can look at? That's that. That's a great or, question, Doug, and I don't have an answer for you right off the top of my head. What I do have uh, is a piece, a piece that I've been sitting on. Uh, from uh, the Epic Times. And by the way, that gives me an opportunity to plug them because similar to Newsmax, which also has a great website, by the way, and OANN for cable TV news, uh, Epic Times, spelled E-P-O-C-H. Epic Times is a great source for, uh, pardon the expression, fair and balanced news coverage. And there's a piece that was written on there by uh, Molina Wisecup, that I have not had an opportunity to read in full or to share yet called a closer look at Dominion voting systems. So what I'll do, uh, Doug, is I'll, I'll share that with you 
on the other side of our newscast, and, and hopefully that will uh, go a long way towards answering your questions and mine about this. Okay. Got one other question, and maybe the previous caller, maybe I didn't quite understand what you were told him. Uh, yeah. That is my thing as far as, you know, everybody saying that, you know, uh, Vice Pre- uh, President-elect Biden. Biden. Right. My question is, you know, because I get 99% of my stuff from you all, mm-hmm. and I love it, but little Annie refers to him as Vice President-elect every time. Right. And, and the reason for that is because the news service that we use, the, uh, the news wire service, that virtually uh-huh. all radio stations in America use because they're about the only player in the game is the Associated Press. Uh, I call them the Associated Propagandist, and that's the language uh-huh. they use in their news copy. Okay. And so, so we, we read that. Exactly we read that. Like yeah, we, we read that verbatim. And, and one, other, one other note on that. Because I, I know a lot of people have texted and said, well, why don't you drop Fox News? Uh, the short answer is there is not a better alternative out there. I would I hope can't. that going forward that either Newsmax or OANN would start a radio news network. Because right now the only other viable options are ABC, CBS, and NBC, and they're worse than what we've got. Yeah, I agree there. So. Yeah. Well, all we can do is hope and pray that everything goes correctly, and we'll go from there. That's all we can yeah, do. The, uh, the, the prayer <clears throat> being the uh, most important part of that. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate the call. Good to all have right. you here, sir. 331 on the Bobby Mack Show. News is next, and I'm right back on the other side. Hour number one rolls on here on the Bobby Mack Show on WORD. Welcome back. 337, excuse me, 337, 23 before 4 o'clock in hour number one of the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, back to the phones we go. Let's uh, go to uh, Fingerville next and bring in Henry. Hi, Henry, and welcome to the show. Yes, Bobby, it's an honor to talk to you. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. And, uh, yes, uh, I heard something about this uh, Dominion computer algorithm. Right. And uh, how it's flipping the votes and uh, not counting them for Trump, but adding them to a uh, Biden's count. I was wondering how does that work, and how can we get it investigated? And uh, and if some of these uh, Republican politicians don't stand up, even the local ones here, they're going to be voted out real quick. You know, uh, I find it one of the uh, one of the many anomalies, Henry, of uh, 2020, that uh, one of the most stalwart defenders of President Trump. Uh, not only giving money to his uh, legal fund to challenge all of this uh, fraud that we've seen going on, uh, would turn out to be Lindsey Graham. Yeah, ain't that surprising. Yeah. He just gave a million dollars to the uh, GOP Senate campaigns in Georgia, too, which are going to be vitally important going forward. Uh, We don't use uh, the Dominion voting systems here in South Carolina. The the voting machines that we use are manufactured by a company called ES&S. And, uh, and I think uh, with uh, the usual kinds of glitches that you expect when you have uh, as many people voting as did this time in the election, uh, I think uh, performed pretty well. So uh, Dominion 
uh, I'm, I'm assuming is, is not in play here. I did find a little bit out about well, Dominion, though, and it's a little disturbing. Uh, Dominion yeah, voting. I've, I've heard some, I'm sorry, go ahead. Excuse me, but I, I've heard some disturbing stuff about Dominion, too, that uh, it's a feature of the computer itself that you can go in and change it. Yeah, we 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 had uh, we had an expert on last week who talked about uh, how it it because in in places like Michigan, Minnesota, and a few others, they have described uh, votes being flipped from Trump to Biden as a glitch in the system. And uh, uh, this gentleman who did a deep dive uh, into these machines and the way they work contended that it was not a glitch in the system. Uh, it was part of the programming in the system, which is uh, pretty scary. My understanding is that uh, these these computerized programs, these algorithms, were originally designed uh, to be used by CIA to influence elections in foreign countries. And so the accusation is that now uh, they have been applied uh, domestically to our own election it's here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, thanks, Henry. I appreciate the call. Here is that uh, that piece about Dominion. And this is pretty disturbing as well. Setting aside the technology. All right. Dominion voting systems dominates voting machines. Uh, they hold one third of the voting machine market. It's software is used in all swing states this year, including Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Nevada. During an interview over the weekend, former federal prosecutor Sidney Powell, uh, she is the attorney who's been representing uh, General Flynn and has done a terrific job there, pointed out that Senator Dianne Feinstein's husband, Richard Bloom, is a shareholder of Dominion Voting Systems. The software company also has ties to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Her former chief of staff is one of the lobbyists on the company's first ever lobbying firm, Brownstein, Farber, Hyatt, and Shrek. I guess he's the green guy in that group. In Michigan, the software was partially to blame for the 6,000 votes being awarded to the wrong candidate in Michigan's Antrim County, a uh, skewed result initially saw Biden winning the traditionally red county, but when corrected, the result showed that President Trump had won. The Antrim County clerk, Cheryl Guy, initially attributed the problem to a combination of a software glitch and human error uh, but just today, and this is dated uh, November 9, but just today, county officials backpedaled on that statement, saying the Dominion software had no part in the mistake, now blaming the problem solely on human error, a contention which, by the way, was uh, refuted uh, by the computer expert we had on the show last week who said it was not a computer glitch, it was part of the programming. Michigan, not the only state where problems were connected to Dominion, in two Georgia counties, the night before the election, two voting machines crashed, 
Voters in Morgan and Spalding counties couldn't cast ballots for hours after the crash, delaying vote counts that eventually went to President Trump. Election supervisor for Spalding County said the company, quote, uploaded something on November 2nd or the night before Election Day, which is not something that's normally ever done, and it caused a glitch. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. How did they upload something to their machines in Spalding County since these are, by law, not supposed to be connected to the Internet? Did they send them, uh, like, a disk or a thumb drive to uh, upload the new information the night before the election? Yeah. This is, uh, this is of course... Not in the least suspicious. Right. Said no one ever. Uh, Bobby, is it true that Trey Gowdy has joined Trump's legal team? That is my understanding. Trey Gowdy has joined Trump's legal defense team. And I also, uh, I'm, I'm not much in the rumor mill department, and I haven't seen official confirmation of this, but my understanding is that Fox News has severed their relationship with Trey Gowdy as a contributor on their uh, broadcasts as a result of his joining Trump's legal team. Uh, funny, you know, since over at MSNBC, one of their pundits was writing speeches for Joe Biden and then critiquing him on the air. Oh, that was a wonderful speech Biden gave. <laughs> it ought to be. I wrote it. Holy cow. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. The beat goes on. Be right back here on Thursday on WORD. Steely. Daniel, in the background. 3.50, 10 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. In on the text line, Bobby, why don't they, th they take the voting machines from the states where the machines work and then put them in the states where Dominion was used? Well, here's the rub. Uh, here's the, uh, the fly in the ointment, if you will, there. Uh, while we're talking about a federal election for federal offices, the confusion comes because... Uh, presidential elections, elections uh, such as the one we just had, are, are not really one election. They are 50 separate state elections, and each state makes their own rules for the election. We saw what they did uh, bending the, con well, not bending the Constitution. They broke it in Pennsylvania, and, and uh, similarly, uh, those states decide which voting machines, the legislature decides uh, which voting machines will be used in those states. Uh, back to the phones we go. Let's head to uh, Five Forks and bring in Eric here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Eric, and welcome to the program. Hello, Bobby. Um, I'm calling in reference to the gentleman that called earlier in the current uh, topic of discussion, the Dominion software. Right. I really think that we should refer to it for, for some listeners may not be aware of what it really should be called, and that is the NSA software. That yeah. software and that 
acronym referred to as the hammer in 2011 was acquired by the central intelligence agency under the obama administration and of course mm-hmm. it was referred and at that point called scorecard there you know us go back in time and remember that the obama administration was participatory in efforts to interfere with the uh, netanyahu uh, election in israel Correct. we have as a part of what our iia exercises and things in years past through internet mm-hmm. uh, applications participated in stoking um let's just say events in other countries as a part of our fight for democracy and freedom these Correct. are some of the same things were done with stoking the efforts in racial division in seattle in portland so we've reached a point all i'm pointing out is that in these recounts it is important that americans know recounting the existing votes without an audit will do nothing but reaffirm the fraud and that's right. important so it's important that we audit and even the audit that software was designed obviously if it's designed by the nsa and the cia to leave no discernible, distinguishable audit trail. Philadelphia and also the precincts in those machines were broken into uh, a while back where the USB ports were accessed, wasn't widely reported. So we have more than dead people voting in this election. We have more than the problem, which I blame Republican legislatures. I blame we, unfortunately, as a people, have become Kind of like, you know, Kara says on her commercials, you know, we didn't do the work. Anytime yep. a government is allowed to get this powerful uh, and promise people everything they want, they become powerful enough to take everything we have. Sadly, the is coming where we as Americans are going to be forced to confront that reality if we're unable to unravel this mess. And I sa- I'm very confident and I believe that we still have that opportunity that he will, kind of like Pompeo said, Trump, uh, the second term on January 20th, will be inaugurated as our president again. But I am concerned that, particularly in states like Michigan, when you get the voter uh, corrected, the rolls purged of the dead people that voted, purged of the mail-in ballots that were not legal ballots that were accepted, the, the chain of custody on those ballots, the problem is when those people went home and Philadelphia and and Michigan, you know, the water main break in Atlanta. Once you detach those ballots, that in itself, having nothing to do with once they're fed into the machine and reallocated by hammer or scorecard, it becomes very difficult to determine fraud. It has to be caught in the action when it's happening. And let's just pray because as good as the Democrats are at cheating and lying and uh, having, through the Obama administration, turned our intelligence agencies, just like Schumer, warned us, you know, Trump, when he was trying to fight for the American people, you better not take on the intelligence community because they have, you know, three ways to sign you to get back at you. That right. is exactly what happened in this election. Yeah, and when you also factor into this entire equation, Eric, uh, the fact that the Supreme Court, Justice Samuel Alito, instructed the uh, the people uh, in the Elections Commission in Pennsylvania to separate these mail-in ballots uh, that were questionable from all of the other ballots that did come in by Election Day, Tuesday, November 3rd. Any of them that came in after that should be separated. 
and the state of Pennsylvania just ignored the Supreme Court. At a point in time, like I said when I called the other day, that you know the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to do nothing, yep. to stand by. I guess the thing that we need to do is peaceful and law-abiding Americans. Much is the case with the virus and what have you. They knew. They knew. And, and whether you want to believe to the extent that it was a partnership between China, the deep state, our intelligence agencies, people in Seattle that are participatory in media, and mm-hmm. Facebook and Big Tech, if all of that was a part of the same club, if you will, to try to get Trump out of office and overthrow our government and our country, a lot of people think that's too much to expect. Every day we learn things that we used to think just 10 or 15 years ago were, were conspiracies or too far-fetched right. that are actually coming to fruition. Yeah, and it's, uh, and it's terrifying. Thank you for the call, Eric. I appreciate it. Good to have you here, sir. Hour number one is zipped on past. Second hour of the Bobby Mack Show on Thursday is right around the corner. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.